Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana here. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Inside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey, everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. I'm a thing, Brendan Decker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Catherine Sachs. Where you are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Wrestling fans, another episode of the internationally known Dude's Inside Podcast. I am your host, Joe Panther the Third, and now from the top of Battle Mountain, all the way down to all fifty states and the globe, it's the Happy Heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going? What's going on? And I had too much uh, geeking. So you want me to introduce the guest? Are we going to be sleeping with the fishes, Joe? I think we will if you don't get the guest on the screen. <laughs> Let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome to the vivacious, vicious Vicky. Woohoo! What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> That's going me. on? What's welcome. going on? Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome Vicky. <laughs> What's um, up? So if our fans aren't familiar with you, and if I don't know why they're not, introduce yourself. Good man. So I am Vicious Vicky. I am pretty freaking awesome. And if you don't know me, then I'm sorry for you because you should. <laughs> that's not fair if they don't know you. I think that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And we'll be sleeping with the fishes because this is a rescheduled date. <laughs> 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 I was, fair if, enough. Fair enough. If, if, I made a, if I made a funny short video, you would have been like, "Joe, calm down. It's gonna happen. Don't worry." I was like, hey, uh, uh. "I like the the thing with the what's that? The meme with the guy sweating. The key is sweating. The, <laughs> that was me. I was like, I'll do. I love your glasses, by the way. They're very like esque. I like it. Vicky esque. I like it. Thank you. Very Chester." Chester Bennington esque. That's yeah. his gimmick right there. That's yes. Joe's gimmick. Huh? Yes. I and like my, it. I'm here for I it. I added the sides of my mustache because my sticker is not accurate because that's Hello. My old, yeah, there that's my old sticker. All right. That's yeah. my old mustache. See, before, after. I dig it, man. I like it. It's very, oh, it's very suave. I like it. All I can think is the guy from Office, the office space, the guy, the redneck guy li- lives next door to the oh, uh, yeah. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's no like complaints big... there, man. Yeah. You better watch this movie over here, man. <laughs> Channel nine. Channel nine, man. Channel nine. Oh my oh. Lanta. Yeah. So, uh, so Vicky, who, who who trained you? What's that? Who trained you? So I was trained by WrestlePro, um, Creative Pro New Jersey. They have a New Jersey school and a New York school. I was trained by Pat Buck, um, who is now a WWE producer. Oh, wow. I was trained by Kevin Matthews. I was trained by Danny Moff, who we all Danny know. Moff, Danny yeah. Moff is crazy. Um, Mario Bacara, who was most Sexton at one point. Um, Sean Donovan, who has been in my life since I was a very young girl. 
So yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, pillars in wrestling in my life for sure. Yeah. That's that's always good the thing to have in wrestling. You have a lot of pillars and a lot of people that been in different parts of your life so far. Yeah. That, like, you could take a little something from everybody. It's not just one person that's giving you advice. It's different right. sides, you know. It's all different flavors, as we call it, you know. It's, and if you all the names that I mentioned um, are are extraordinary men and 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 guys in the business who know what they're doing, they know who they are as characters and people, and um, to have all their different flavors. Like Pat's very technical. He's a very technical guy. He's very, very brilliant in the business. You know, Kevin is a is a character as well as technicality. Danny Moff is a, one of the best heels I, I know. Um, Sean Donovan ranks in that as well. Like, they're just, like, really good heels. And, um, you know, so to have all aspects of the business, to, like, come up in the business with people who are babies and faces. Or I'm sorry, babies and heels and have different flavors, man. Like. I couldn't ask for anything more. Like I, I came from a really good background. You know, I was trained really well and um, professionalism for sure was, was ingrained into my head more than anything. And um, yeah, man, like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been following Dan Moff since, you know, his ring of honor days. I mean, he's oh, such, yeah. His, yeah. yeah. When he was uh tag teams with Whitmer back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So, yep. Those, those are he's a good guy. Days. He's a good egg. You know, yeah. the old, old, you know, he's one of my, uh, he's my uncle or father, as I call him in wrestling. He's uh, <laughs> always there for me and always helps guide me. I always pick his brain. Always pick his brain because I was, like I said, I'm being a being a bad guy. You got to pick someone's brain, man. <laughs> and um, he was um, a pillar. I always say pillar. I use that word because it helps. You know, like to describe somebody who's very detrimental to your career and helping you build your career for sure yeah, yeah. So, so how did you come up with the gimmick for vicious vicky so fun story my my best friend one of my best friends will be very thrilled that i'm mentioning this finally um because i've never been asked that i've never been asked like vicious vicky like, how'd you call it vicious vicky um so my friend jill um she said to me one day she goes vicious vicky and i go that's so lame and i'm like no she goes no trust me and she has nothing to do with the business she's just a complete outsider you know and she's like vicious vicky i like it and then I, I i was asking i asked my trainers i asked everybody and they were like they loved it and i'm like okay i debuted as a heel so i'm like all right like you know we'll do it we'll try and i've been vicious vicky for four years so i'm like i'm like all right so i came up with my friend and then it's actually funny because someone sent me a video like <laughs> three months ago of somebody who was in like some sort of like weird wrestling industry. Um, I don't know what the company was, but it wasn't anything that we know. And her name was Vicious Vicky. And I'm like, and this was like, we're going back to like the 80s. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, what? She was like, my name is Vicious Vicky. And let me tell you something. She was all like Southern and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to revamp Vicious Vicky and what that means. But it was given to me by a friend. And I went with it. And I ran with it. And I and I loved it. And it was, it's just, I, I won't change it. You know, I just, that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. it's, it's always good to have like, a certain gimmick 
that makes the fans think of you exclusively like right. that. Like if they think they see like the the fur coat, they're like, Vicky wears that. <laughs> yes. Or the um like your alpha you wear to the ring, like the 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 cat, like the uh the like the cheetah print. The like, cat. <laughs> Cheetah print, man. It's, Come on, the cheetah, the leopard. You know, I skin cats for a living. You got to give me some credit. They think they think you know, like, Vicky wears that. You know, like there's indie fans that think of certain things, and they think of like right. you. They'll think the cheetah print or the jacket or the gimmick and stuff like that, and they'll put two and two together. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Before we were live, I remember you telling us that you're kind of a tweener. So if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, I was always big on not pulling the curtain back. I was always big on, because I was such a heel for so long that I was just very, um, like I would walk out and, and fans would see me and I had my hood up and I was hiding. Like I, I liked, I was trained like as a heel and that's what I came up in the business as I debuted as a heel. So it's like, I had that mystique about me and I didn't want the, I didn't want to interact with the fans. Um, cause I tried to do that old school mystique of the bad guy and I loved yeah. it, but then I started to get like really good feedback from the fans and, and, and promoters and myself and everyone were just like, you know what? Like, this is a, a moment where you got it. Like I'm, I was like a tweener, like, you know, I would, I would like flip the bird to somebody or like do the, you know, the vafanculo, which is not cursing. Cause we're on, we're, we're not speaking English, but you know, like to people and they'd be like, yeah, Vicky. And I'm like, okay, this isn't working out anymore. <laughs> like, you know, like for yeah. a while, like I was getting booed. I was getting trash thrown at me. I swear. Like, you know, it was just like, I was like really living that gimmick. But over time, like people just start to love me and like adore me. And like, and they like that badass girl. Cause it's like, I'm very open about my life and I'm very public about my life. And I feel like people relate to me as a human more than my character, which is, um wrestling today is not what it used to be and it sucks in a way but it's also cool because back in the day i'm still here oh yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day it was very like black and white like either you're a good guy or a bad guy you know and, and, and now it's like very okay um this person has a story or this person has a life. This person has a kid. This person's getting married. Like, you know, even people in WWE, like everything's just so public today. That's like that mystique is gone, you know? And I pride myself on being who I, who I am from day one in wrestling because I gained a lot of fans. And I don't say fans as a following. I say fans as like people who just relate, you know? So can you guys see me? Oh yeah. yeah we can see. Okay, that, good. You're good. We're good. <laughs> so, so, but the thing is, like, there's a lot of characters that get in touch with me and Joe. That we they ask us, "Do you want to stay kayfabe?" I'm not going to name names though, because that's yeah. I don't want to break their. That's I don't want to break their kayfabe. But a lot of them would message us, say, "Do you want me to do kayfabe or not kayfabe?" And then some of us would give us a strict, strict, strict like. This is what I want, and that's it. And we're like, okay, all right, we'll go. We'll go with the punches then. That's it, because they want to. We get me and Joe, one hundred ten percent understand. They we Uh, they want 
they want to keep the kayfabe alive with their character and we yeah. were 110% for that so we're 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 new at this podcast game but like we we understand what you guys are going through cuz you want to keep your character a certain way and we want to lift you guys to another level. We love independent wrestling so much, me and Geek, that we want to help. And by getting your name out there, showing your pictures. If you have clips of your matches, you could send us a clip. We'll post it after the show. If you have any clips on your phone, we'll send you. Well, you can send us a clip. We'll post it. You know, stuff like that. Fun stuff like that. No, that's good. That's how it should be. You know. And 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 we actually like that when the when they keep the characters alive like that because it keeps the mystique. That it's like wow, you know. No, I agree, and I think that that's very important. You know, you gotta you gotta like I'm I'm big on you know your character and everything, but also like being a human. Yeah, and I think that today in wrestling, it's very prominent on who the person is as a human not just a character <laughs> and i i don't i don't love it but i don't hate it mm-hmm. and i think for me i've been kind of indulged into that realm where i'm very this is who i am i won't change if you don't like me then get lost you know exactly. and people like that and it works for me and it's 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 given me a huge fan base that i can't even comprehend i'm like oh my god like this is crazy um, you know, and I think that it's important to know that we're entertainers and we love to entertain you, but we're people, you know, mm-hmm. and like I said, I hate sometimes to pull that curtain back, but, you know, being a tweener and being real and today's day and age is so different than what it was back in the day that I think that it's important to share that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta fix my uh, Bluetooth here. Keep talking, I can hear you. It's totally like (laughs) I'm like I can hear you. It's okay. I gotta plug my computer anyway. Plugged in. Yay. Um. So (laughs) I heard it. Yeah. Uh. So like we can't see you. Your screen's black right now. Are you fixing something? Just fixing something, Jeff. I can hear you though. I'm good. All right. So like, how many promote? How many promotions are you actually in right now? So. Plugging something in, Joe. You know? I'm why you get why you think I'm getting mad? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. What while while everybody's plugging in stuff in right now, I might as well plug in my battery. <laughs> so I'll just be right back. I'm gonna get copyright strike. Uh oh, Geeky, she's gone. This one's just died under the room. We'll be right back, people. Mickey will be back.
<laughs> what happened? What happened, Joe? The thing We're good. She left. Oh, so anyway, um, so did you end up watching uh CCW or no? No. Oh yeah, I watched it. The match was good. Yeah, the match. Yeah, that was that was an awesome match, by the way, Joe. All right. For yeah. friends that haven't seen it yet, CCW, watch it. CCW Live. It's on YouTube right now. It's their latest video. So Coastal Championship Wrestling. So hopefully she'll be back. Hopefully I hope nothing happens. Joe. Is she back? Joe. I, I, I'm, you, here, what, right? I'm asking you, what you what do you think of the show? What, what it, was think? Good. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yours. I, I didn't I didn't check out the new show. I I didn't know what you meant. I, but talk about the promotion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like the promotions, uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling. You did you watch it? Cake. Did you watch it or? Uh... No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I told you that twice. But I, anyway, yeah. So, me bored her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's um, talk. All right, all right. Go ahead, Joe. So, so what? What do you think? So. What I think of what? Explain. I told those. You. So you didn't get to watch the match. I thought I thought no. you watched it. Watch the other match that we can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, we could. We, we could talk about it. Oh, that we couldn't. You said we're not allowed to talk about it. No, we're allowed to talk about it. Oh, it was a good match. It was like weird. It's like the guy was like a bear or something. Yeah, yeah, a bear. And uh yeah, this, they used doors in the match. That was actually insane, yeah. dude. Right? <laughs> Is that the thing you saw? Yeah. I was like, what? What the hell? Yeah. I didn't get it. I was they, like, oh, they, they use doors. Is that exactly. isn't that insane? Isn't that insane, dude? Yeah, right? You want a delay? Because like you keep talking over me. Oh, sorry. Maybe I'm on, on a delay. Wi-Fi. Too so, much on the Yeah, that 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 cross body from the top rope. Holy shit, Joe! I couldn't believe that. Right? I wonder if she's coming back. Joe. Oh, okay. I got to worry about that, Keith. No, no, that that, that crossbody from the top rope—that was absolutely insane, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was. And 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 the power slam through the door. Oh my god! You know, probably a friggin' awesome match. You know? Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. great match. Mm-hmm. Oh, she back. And she back. Where did I lose you guys? Holy crap! Holy crap! You're in the dark. It was in the dark, and then it went poof on. We thought we thought we were you were boring, so we were like, all right, no, she, where, she where, probably where, left. I'm so sorry. Where do we leave off? Because I yeah. I was talking, and I'm like, where'd they go? I remember. Um, what I said. How many promotions are you in? Then it went dark, and then it went out. So, quite a bit. Um, um, I I said before I was looking at my title belts. Like, wait, where am I? So ISPW Independent Superstars of Pro Wrestling. That's Tommy Fierro. Um, Tommy Fierro has been in the business for like a really long time, man. Like since he was like 19, 18 years old, um, he's in his forties now running promotions. He runs eighties wrestling con, um, eighties wrestling page on, you know, Twitter and, and Instagram and everything. He has a huge following. Um, and now that he's running shows again is huge and he has so many connections. He's a great guy. He's like family to me. Um, so his company, um, Warriors of Wrestling, who also has a huge following on like YouTube and everything, they do like the intergender stuff. They're really big on that, and I was never big on that, but 
when I went to Warriors, I was like, you know what? I'm like, let me do this. So Warriors of Wrestling, um, Monster Factory. I've been at Mon Danny Cage is amazing. Um, you know, Wrestle Pro, Creative Pro. Um, God, IWA, in, um, Intense Wrestling Alliance, and Nutley Independent Wrestling Federation, which which is what I was talking about before I noticed you guys were not here. Um, IWF, Kevin Knight owns that company. I was 11 or 12 when I was going to indie shows for IWF and the likes of Sean Donovan and Justin Carino and um, Darren Young, who was Fred Sampson back then. And Robbie E who was, you know what I mean? Like, or, or I'm sorry, Robert Stone, who was Robbie E. Um, was it Robert? You know, Sean Bennett, too? who's a ref in, in, in WWE, who was Matt Bennett and, you know, Danny, who was, who's who's a ref now like there's these guys that i watched and looked up to and and everything and they're like doing their thing man and um for me it's kind of cool to kind of see you know i was a kid 11 or 12 and you know i'm 28 now so do the math like to for these guys to like most of them to be living their dreams and it took so long so that's why I, when i try not to get discouraged because i look at them and i'm like okay well when I was 11 or 12, you were like 22. You know what I mean? It's like, so I'm 28 now. And I started three, four years ago. So it's like, I have time and, but does my body, you know, like it, it's, it's very complicated, but, um, so IWF, um, BWF Bronx wrestling federation, which was owned by Bronco. Um, unfortunately recently shut down, which stinks, but, COVID just kind of ruined that whole thing. And it's terrible. Cause it was, a, it was a good, it was a good draw. It was a good crowd. It was a, it was a Bronx crowd. Like it was, it was, it was rowdy, man. Um, mm -hmm. and it was awesome. But, um, who else do I have? That's it. Invictus, Invictus pro wrestling. Um, also the champion of their company. They are amazing. They're a newer company the last like two years. Um, really good company. Good draw, you know, good, good promoters, good locker room. GSW Global Syndicate Wrestling. Um, I wrestled Allison K, which is a huge, a huge name. Yeah. Um, Holiday. I wrestled her for GSW. Masha yeah. and I've wrestled Masha in uh, the Bronx, the Bronx company. But man, things keep running at me, and I'm actually proud to announce. I will announce it here on this podcast. Breaking news. Um, I'm <laughs> breaking news, Geek. Put the breaking news on the screen. I am wrestling for MCW, um, wow. the company in Maryland, on February 19th. And I'm super excited about that. It's a huge deal. It's a really great company, great promoters, big, big opportunity. Um, you know, and I and I and I'm really excited for that one. So that, that's a good one for sure. Geek Mr. Opportunity. He has like a bar that puts on the bottom of the screen that says breaking news and everything. He didn't do oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I even have the match graphic too. When I was talking to you guys, it came up on my Twitter. I'm like, oh, oh, they finally posted it. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's a huge deal for me. Um, yeah, we'll get into the, the, the logistics, but yeah, that's a big deal for me. Um, you know, I I don't want to spill too much. So go ahead, ask that question. So uh, you're a bit of a belt collector. You're, 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 you're talking about all your belts. Can you show some of them? so our fans oh, can, can I show you some of them? Of course I can. This is my ISPW Women's Championship belt. Pink. I love pink. Beautiful. Okay. That's one. 
This is my Warriors of Wrestling No Limits Championship belt that I actually won from Chris Steeler, who I also watched as a young 11, 12-year-old girl on the indies. Took this from him. That is a beautiful Very belt. monumental, emotional moment, but I took it. Here we go. That's two. Invictus Pro Wrestling, what a beautiful belt. Look at this thing. Oh, my God. I love this belt. It's like it's like the IC title for women. Look at it. It's, it like, it's white. It's it nice. Invictus Pro Wrestling, Women's Champion. Here we go. That's three. Okay. We're still going here. <laughs> uh, IWF, Women's Champion in Nutley, New Jersey. Here we go. Wait, wasn't that belt on our podcast before, Joe? It looked like it was. Probably. Um, <laughs> um, I think you stole it from IWA, somebody. <laughs> Intense Wrestling Alliance, also in Nutley, New Jersey, based Women's Champion. We got this nice little uh, number here. Okay, so I got five belts. I had six. I was reigning, defending Goddesses of War champion for Titan Championship Wrestling for about a year and a half. Riley Shepard took the belt in a uh, in a really gruesome matchup, and uh, I lost, but it's all right. I haven't on the podcast in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. Then. She took the freaking belt from me. That's all right. Oh, geez. <laughs> I got a little knocked out. You know, I've been I've been hitting the head a lot. So, you know, when, when someone hits me in the head multiple times, I, I knock out. What do you want me to do? You mean that thing you said on Mondays and you're like, do you, do you? that was sad. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you're the reason why I can't remember why I walk into a store. <laughs> do I buy the sauce first or do I buy the dough first? <laughs> Nobody wants to take the blame, you know? You bash my head in the, against the freaking floor. Like, of course I'm going to have, like, issues remembering things. <laughs> Spe speaking of that, what is your favorite food? It's an oddball question I'm going to ask. Oh. oh, what's your favorite food? Favorite food. <sighs> <laughs> That's a very bad question to ask someone. So... Obviously, I'm Italian. I love Italian food. But if I had to pick, like, what I could eat every day for the rest of my life and not gain a freaking pound. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Wow. <laughs> uh, my ancestors are burying my freaking grave. They're picking my plot right now. But I'll be honest. I love Taco Bell. I'm sorry. That's not real Mexican food. <laughs> no shiz, but I like it. <laughs> Yeah, but okay. So if I had to pick, like, uh, because I cook, I I do. I'm not just saying this. I do. Ask anyone who's close to me. I do cook very well. I'm very authentic. I'm very Italian. That's how I was raised. Um, I cook a mean chicken parm. <laughs> I cook a mean chicken vodka parm. Uh, chili eggplant parmesan, like penne vodka, homemade. Like I'm saying, like homemade vodka sauce. Like you know, with the whole like legit bottle of vodka, which is dangerous, but we do it. Um, God, I love cooking. Um, I was raised very Italian, so I remember. Yeah. I remember going with uh, Geek and his parents to go eat at an Italian restaurant. That's the one thing I asked, and Geek's like. Joe, I don't know if you should get that. I'm like, what? I want penny alla vodka. I want penny alla vodka. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and, he, and then he got all smart. He got like, he got all smart. He's like, you know, Joe, there's, there's like no vodka in that. So yes, there is. <laughs> I got all stupid. I'm like, yes, there, there is. is. Vodka, but there is vodka, but it burns off. <laughs> if you're aware. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> is like, that how that works? <laughs> I looked. I looked at him. I looked at him like like in half baked, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so lost right now. He's like, no, you're not, Joe. <laughs> Did you say half baked? You're like half baked, like I'm the so, movie. Yeah, the like movie, yeah, you're movie. my hero. I love that movie. That's, our favorite <laughs> That's a great movie. movie right there. That's <laughs> the best movie ever. The guy on the couch. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think me and Joe used to talk about that movie in college. Me and Geek used to talk about that movie before every all these young kids that's oh half big is such a good movie, man. Me and Geek used to watch that movie religiously in college. All like, the time. All yeah. the time. We watched it, we watched it like 40, 50, 100. Well, never it's such a good movie, though. <laughs> it's a great movie. High. Hey, hey, it's our buddy Papa Dank. Papa Dank on the mic. He's on, he's in the, in the chat right now from our friend from Facebook. He's Papa Dank. He What's is, up, bro? Hey, say hi. <laughs> He's a cool guy. He uh he does interviews like us. Am I on delay? What the heck, man? Yeah, I think you're <laughs> on a delay. delay. What? Yeah, probably because I don't even see it there. I see it. Oh, He's there we go. <laughs> there we go. There you go. There's Papa Dank. There you That's go. Papa Dank. Hi, hello. How you doing? What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> such a cool guy, Papa Dank. <laughs> you know? that's, that's my go-to line at work when I see a pretty girl that's walking through. Wait. <laughs> that's my go-to line at work for everybody. I walk past this like lady who's like so cute. She's so old and cute. And I go, hey, I'm not going to say her name. She goes, hey, Vicky. I said, how you doing? She's like, I'm good. How you doing? I'm like, hey, there she is. <laughs> All my managers know that like Joe's hitting them. Joe's flirting. I'm like, I'm like. He wants you to pin Jack Thompson. That's Jack Thompson is you probably know who that is. He yeah. Papa Dank has a belt, kind of like a 27 title. And on Twitter yesterday, I called out I called out Jack Thompson and challenged him to a I'm not announcing the stipulation until the podcast comes out. We do the podcast in March, but all I said only thing is I gave three symbols: a rock, a piece of paper. And then scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trained to wrestle. <laughs> well, I'm not mad at it. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm not trained. That I'm not trained. That's my excuse. I'm not trained. I'm not trained. <laughs> you are it's... ridiculous, but I but like you. Know, it. You're, you know cool. you're a cool guy. I'll take it. But you're you know, ridiculous. You know who Jack is right at Creative Pro or uh... what's that? You know who Jack is at Creative Pro. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool guy. You know? I trained. I challenged him. I said, "I challenge you, Jack." <laughs> I called him out on Twitter. <laughs> How's That's he make a video? Did he react video? to it? Is my question. I don't know. I don't yet, know. Not yet. Not yet. He will. Everybody... He will. I think. No, he, he will. Yeah. He will. I gotta make a video. <laughs> he's make he's, a video he's on that uh that Instagram. He's like, please subscribe, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it now on the podcast. If you're watching this, Jack. I'm gonna do it now, Geek. Put the breaking news on the screen, Geek. Put the breaking news. Put it on the screen. Geek, put it Create on. Create a pro New York. Is that ain't hey, New Jersey? But we're gonna hey, we're gonna call you out, brother. Hey, hey, Jack. I challenge you to the Papa Dank title in a rock paper scissor contest on March. On March <laughs> 25th, I want that belt in my room on the set and it'll be the dudes at ringside podcast title i guarantee that belt's gonna be mine punk. wow you're Whoa. really you're, so i gotta give you something man you're really confident and i gotta give you that i i appreciate the confidence but like you know you're 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 uh here comes uh kayfabe like you know heel vicky like 
you're talking to this guy like you're a worker. You don't know what you're stepping in the ring with. You're a podcaster. You're a commentator. You're you're uh you're not. I'm a second. I'm a third generation. That's what. Yo, I'm what doing. are you doing, man? It's, it's challenging crazy, people it's on matches. There for a reason. Um, my grandfather was a professional wrestler in the '50s and '60s. Jose Quinone is the Panther. He's laughing over there. <laughs> nickname, name the Panthers not just because I like Panthers. Oh, but, really? Yeah, my grandfather was an old school heel. He was Look at wrestler. you. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather. No wonder was... why you're so freaking cocky, you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a, I can't even stand him. I'm like, am I the heel of the podcast? Is it really Joe? I'm a tweener like you, Vicky. That's why we get along. So I, I'm, I'm a tweener. I'm a good think, guy, bad guy. I'm a Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm not opposed to this. I'm okay with yeah. it. All right. I don't. I'm okay but with I, it. I don't. People, I don't, but I don't tell people what Roman Reigns says to people. I just say, I'm. Here. <laughs> you just I, say whatever I, comes to mind. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If I think of the State Park Marshmallow Man, the State Park Bar- State Park Marshmallow Man will will appear. <laughs> Geek just Sounds got about me. right. You know, yeah. that's me. I'm a nerd. Silence. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> so so. <laughs> So, Vicky, do you have any stories from the ring or training or uh... your career so far? A lot. What do you want to know? What do you? Anything. What can you tell? What can you tell that's not going to piss people <laughs> off? <laughs> oh boy! So, I was eight months in, and I was suggested by someone who was close to me at the time, who I have no hard feelings for. Um, and he was, he was, he was an ex-boyfriend, um, Nikos Rikos, um, suggested to just reach for the stars and like reach out to people. And I did, and I, I sent emails out and everything. And I, and I got an opportunity to be an extra at NXT when they were in full sale before, but this was like way pre COVID and I was an extra there and I wasn't used because I was like eight months in, man. Like I was so like early in the business. Like I didn't know nothing yet. Like I was just so early, but I was so grateful to be there and I was so happy to be there. And, you know, it was awesome. Um, You know, I, I you try not to like mark out, but you walk to the door and you see, uh, you know, road dog. Hey lady, how you doing? And I'm like, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, I'm like, holy crap. Like, I'm like, this is really happening. And I, I was very professional. I was very on, on point. Like, I was trained very well. I will never neglect my training. I was very, I was trained very well. Um, But, you know, I was real professional and everything. But I'm like, wow, man, like, this is, this is like, holy crap. Like, this is happening. And I wasn't used. And I, I, did, I honestly knew that I was not going to be used. And a few weeks, a few months later, I get the call for a tryout. I was a, you know, December 2019 WWE tryout class. And I'm very proud of that. Um, I was number one, mm. which is nerve wracking. Cause I, we, we all had wristbands. You have to wear like a wristband on your arm. And I was number one. And when they handed me the wristband, when I did like my medical and everything and I was cleared, I was like one, I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> I'm like, that means I have to go first. I, I knew I was like, that means I have to go first for everything. Um, and I did. Um, I never forget when the first day of being at the tryout, they were like, Victoria Andreola, my freaking shoot government name. And I'm like, oh, they're like promo. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> like, it's nerve wracking. But you know what? I'm, 
I'm very like lights, camera, action, let's go. And I and I I did what I did at the time when I was there. I was not developed at all. Um, I wasn't terrible, but I was not vicious Vicky. Like I wasn't there yet. I was only nine months in. Um, it sucks in a way because I feel like if I was me now, things would be a lot different. The little things in wrestling and the character, like I'm, I'll never forget. And this is not something that's like private. This is like real, you know, man. Like I'll never forget when I had my practice, my uh, practice match, because there's athletes that go there too. Like you know, like WWE tries to have athletes there too who are, who are not wrestlers, and everyone who was wrestlers were paired to have a match. And I had a match with a girl, and it was a good match. But I'll never forget. When I was walking down that WWE tryout ramp, man, with the lights and everything, and I'll never forget Norman Smiley. I heard him say, what's the gimmick? And I'm like, fuck. Because I didn't know what I was. I was a valet. Like, I, w- I was valeting Nikos Ricos for, like, two years, and I was mm-hmm. I had Greek colors, and I was, like, his, like, counterpiece. Like, you know, I didn't know what I was yet. And now I'm like, damn, man, like if I was me now, like, you know, it's just timing is important. And I think that at that time, I I don't regret it at all. I had an amazing experience. I met some really cool people. And even lately, like I've, I've kind of met like so many people in wrestling. Um, Thank you, Tommy Fierro. Huge shout out to Tommy Fierro. Um you know, and I don't know, man, like sky's the limit, you know, and I see so many of my friends in wrestling, people who I've wrestled, you know, or people who I came up with who are like getting opportunities. And I'm really happy for them because I feel like I'm a very optimistic person with my, with my actual like personal past that I'm just like, you know what? It ain't my time yet. Like, it's cool. You know, keep grinding, keep working and it'll happen eventually. Um, but when people get opportunities, I'm really happy for them because I feel like I want it to really bad, but I'm also not a bitter person and I try not to be. So I think that with all the things that I've seen so far, and I've only been wrestling for about four years, all the things that I've seen and have done and have been a part of very early in, I have no complaints, man. You know, I feel like if it's meant to be, it'll be. And if it's not, like, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm 28. I'm not I'm not young anymore. So I feel like whatever happens, like, I'll be okay with. And that's, like, mm-hmm. some people will be like, oh, she's full of crap. It's like, no, like, I'll be okay. You know? I don't want to keep ranting, though. I'm just I'm just trying to give the gist of what I'm trying to say. We're like, <laughs> no, no, no. Keep ranting. Keep going away. <laughs> Don't worry, we like stories here on Dudes at Ringside that makes it it makes us feel like we have people that we don't know. We like to hear their stories and our fans. That's that's what makes everybody learn about you more that they'll know you. Yeah. Right. That's the best part of being a podcaster. We, we, we learn something new every single episode. Yeah. And that's the thing about me, is I feel like I, I'm very transparent. I'm like super, super transparent. And I always wonder, like, did that hurt me in my career? It's because I'm I'm too open. But I'm more of like a mental health addict addiction recovery advocate that I feel like I can't 
not tell people my story and like what's going on because I'm just and not even just on top of that but I'm also just a very honest person and I feel like like a too honest sometimes like you know but I just feel like it's hard to not share or tell people my story because I feel like there are people out there who are just like me who are trying to scratch and claw at life or professional wrestling or anything, you know, and they just can't do it because they don't think they can. Then you have a person who's somewhat succeeding and very optimistic and okay doing it. And I feel like when someone sees that they're like, okay, maybe I can do it too. And that's my big MO. So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, Keep going. I was gonna say before we went live. I mean, you you kind of teasing that you play you play guitar. So okay, <laughs> so I can play, but like not like shred. Okay. <laughs> like, so my guy taught me this. Uh, he he's he's uh he had a band back in the day. He's he can play the drums really well. Um. But he taught me a couple things, but I'm a very like look I look I even by the way I even had the Chester Bennington where is it sticker on it. Here we go. Oh Chester. That's a good one of Chester. Um another Chester. shout out to Chester. Chester. I have his uh flame tattoo on my uh right arm. I have oh, my, my Chester, gosh. the only man's name I'll probably ever have tattooed on me right here. What is it? What is it like three years? No, oh, five years now? Since Four years. Three years. Wow. 2017. Wow. So like I can play like nothing crazy, but I can do. So do you guys know Chicago? Yeah. The play? The, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the band. The really? Band. The band, right? So I'm very like by sounds. That's what I do, right? Like I so fun fact about Vicious Vicky. So I always played music. I always like was into theater. I was always into like acting, singing, everything. Like, and at one point in my life, I I played in an orchestra, and I was the celloist. I was the I was like the, the I was a cello. I played the cello, and I swear to you, I had about four concerts that we did, and I had no sheet music. It was all blank. I don't read, I can't read sheet music. I do everything by sound. So if someone teaches me something, like I can. Like I can play everything by like sound. Like if someone showed me like, hey, Vicky, do this, do this, do this, do this. Like I can even do, here, ready, ready. Ready? Wait. I love fun facts of Vicious Vicky. What is that? That's Green Day. That's Green Day. I was <laughs> singing the line. Summer has something <laughs> <laughs> 
You're really gonna sing, right? Wake me up when September oh, ends. It's getting a copyright strike. <laughs> hey, if we sing it, it's not gonna. We're not gonna. It's like we're not playing a beat. So there you go. <laughs> we're just singing lyrics. That's all, right? Yeah, you can sing it. It's okay. Yeah. Just, just do the like the beginning. Ready, ready, ready. I can't sing it. Y'all can sing it. <laughs> no, nothing. Okay. I, I, I did I don't it. know the word. I don't know the word. I just, I, no, I but just know I'm. Yeah. We're here. We, right? we, we, used have, we used to have a friend. I'm going to put him we on the friends. spot. <laughs> uh, we, he, he used to. That playing band? Make, yeah. No, he, he used to make his own rendition of uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He used to. He used to. He was just obsessed with the Yankees, and he would just make a whole song in Green Day about about. Uh, That's actually really he, cool because I'm a I'm like a hardcore diehard like. Yankee it was fan, pretty so corny. Like <laughs> no, it, it was actually pretty corny. No, I like it. I like. It. I'm here for it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not like a shredder, but like you know, I I, I play by sound. I love music. I'm not gonna lie. I love wrestling. I love wrestling. I always have since I was very young. I mean, like four years old. I'm 28. But I love music, man. Um, I I have a piano. I have a guitar. I played the cello. I played the saxophone. And I was really good at that for like four years. And I just love music. And I have a few songs that I like composed with like a producer and everything that I put out. And then I, I just like, eh, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just weird for me, like being a wrestler, but like I put out a few songs. Um, I can sing. Like I, I love music. I think a little bit more than I love wrestling. I really do. And I love wrestling and I'm not giving up on my dream. It's not what I'm saying. Like I love wrestling very much, but I love music, man, you know, and that's important. You know, music is like very, very crucial to a lot of people. And I feel like whatever I want to say or whatever I'm feeling, I can just put on paper and then turn it into a, a melody. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. If you could yeah, incorporate. Fun fact about Vicky. I was just going to say, <laughs> if you could incorporate music into your gimmick, that would be awesome. So I'm glad you said that because that's my next uh, transition. So, I was billing myself as the mafiosa, right? Um, honestly, it's it's real. It's who I am. But I didn't hear anybody do that. And I just was like, you know what? Mafiosa. I made t-shirts, everything. And then a couple months later, someone who was on AEW Dark is the mafiosa. So I'm like, all right. So I ain't fucking doing that anymore. Um. So my next move, and if anyone steals this from me, you're going to hell, is the New Age Lita. Um, I loved Lita, man. Like, loved her. I have her name tattooed on my neck. So Lita, Lita has tattooed on her neck Rebel in Russian. So it's not English. It's in, it's, it's in Russian. And I have Lita tattooed on my neck. 
because she had the rebel in Russian. So I, I mean, like this tattoo that I have here is very Lita based. It's not exact, but like the whole like the whole like shoulder tattooed gimmick. Mm. Um, she was my idol growing up, man. Like I still love her, you know. I still pop for her. Like she's all all on TV now. I'm like bro, like I she's, can't. She's back, by the way. She's a That's... she's. Oh, fuck, man. You watch it last night. She. Yeah, I know. I know. Becky. <laughs> but she's nobody did what she did. I'm not mm. saying the flips and the dips and shit. I'm saying every freaking show, man. She came out in a different outfit. Yeah. She was just different. And nobody does that anymore. And everybody's the same. And this is what I hate about pro wrestling today is when you grew up like our age, like, you know, like our era, like you grew up and it's like they had the same look. I mean, like for themselves today in wrestling, very, very few women have a different look. And I feel like everybody's blonde and they have the big plunger lips and they have the nice bright white fake teeth. And they have the fucking tits and everything. And it's like, and I'm not hating anyone. Because if I had money, I'd probably have all that. But I feel like everybody looks the same. Everybody has the bathing suit outfits with the elbow pads and the hand. You know, it's like, no, man. Like, that's not who I am. And that's why I like Lita so much. Because I'm like, man, like, that's me. And as I got older, I replicated that. And I was, I was, I was like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. And I was her. I'll always be a guidette. Like I'll always be that, like, that's not fake. Like that guidette, like the, the poof, like the, the hoop earrings, like the guidette. But I'm also like a rocker chick, man. Like I, I, I'm like rock on. Like I'm very like, I beat to my own drum. I do what I want. No matter what anyone tells me, like I do what I want. And I loved her for that because she enabled that. And I feel like nobody does that in indies anymore. Nobody does that. So, like, just a quick preview of Vicious Vicky's new gear. I have my top quick thing. I have my fishnets. We're not going to talk about that. I have my pants with the freaking, uh, you know, we're not going to talk about it, but Vicious Vicky is going to be Vicious Vicky for life. Um, but the mafiosa is the mafiosa and that's my roots, but sometimes you got to change, man. And I feel like this is it. You know, mm-hmm. nobody did new age leader. I felt like Tony storm was close with like uh, Ashley Massaro, like that, like that, like punky kind of edgy, thing you know what i mean whatever you want to call it but nobody really did that like come out to the ring in different outfits and it was just like the crowd favorite and you know like before heel even even when helita was a heel man she's my favorite i'm um, like i said her name's her literally her name is tattooed on my neck like before she was even like she was a heel she still was like just different every time she came to the ring she had something different on and Girls today don't do that. They always have the same gear on or the same, like, outfit or the same, like, it's like, what's your gimmick? Is your outfit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I that's why I'm very, like, invested into the old school era of wrestling because that's how I was trained. So I'm just like, nope, what do I got to do next, man? Like, nope, I don't want to be like everyone else. Like, I was the mafiosa. I've been billing myself as mafiosa for this long, but this girl was on TV. You know what? She's billing herself as that. Six months after I posted it, then you know what? 
she's the mafiosa now. What's next? You mm-hmm. know, because I'm I'm professional enough to be like, you know, she's on TV, so I'll let her have it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it, this business is just difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult. It's very, um, it's very hard to break into a business where everyone is going for the same thing. You know, we're all we're all shooting for the stars. You guys caught me at a very like Victoria moment. You know, like we're behind the curtain right now. I'm yeah. very plain Jane. I'm very me, real, and that's how I like to be. I like to be me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think people like me is because I'm very me. And that's why I am going with that new age era and that new age gimmick of just be Vicky, be be Lita, be be Vita. I wish I could be Vita, but I can't because uh-huh. that there's already a Vita Von Star. Shout yeah. out to my girl. Yeah. <laughs> Like when, so, like when we have people come on our podcast, we like to be like we like them to be their character. But we also like them to be themselves, be themselves, and be original. Like be, be tell what the they stories, yeah. tell stories, yeah. and have fun. This is that's why me and Geek started this podcast to have fun, yeah. hang out, and just listen to them. Listen, listen to the wrestlers tell about talk about their lives and stuff like that. You know, like, also, yeah. also I just want to add. I also just want to add to that conversation. There are a lot of the same gimmicks in wrestling, and it's very hard to be unique today because there's always the psycho girl, there's always the psycho guy, there's always, yeah, there's always the badass heel, there's always the badass face. You know, it's so hard to have a gimmick. I know I'm going to name drop and I'm probably going to get really, really, people are going to hate me on it, but. Mother Endless is such an original gimmick. You ever hear of her? Of course, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Let me know. Don't. You, you said it's a few people, and they're like, "Who's Mother Endless?" I'm like, "You need no, to." No, I know her, and I love her as a person. Uh, I think her gimmick is awesome. Different. I it's like different. it. It's different. Cool. I, that I voice. agree. Yes. That and that's voice. that's what gets you over, though. Is like it has to be different, and. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I loved you know what I was doing for a while. Like I, I, I enjoyed it. But I'm like, man, like nobody did New Age Lita, man. Like nobody's done that. And if Ooh, someone no. steals this, I know you heard this podcast and you're taking it from me. And guess what? Vicious Vicky's gonna come for you because you can't do that. But <laughs> I feel like nobody did that. And stay tuned because it, it's gonna be different for me. You know, I'm really excited to kind of debut that new. It, it, the thing about it is it's not just like a, a forced gimmick. It's it's me. And that's why I idolized her so much because she was her. And she still is, man. She's coming out. She's doing her thing. And I'm like, she's still her. Like, she's still her. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I love that. Like, and I think that's awesome. And I'm a huge rocker chick like she is. Like, I love rock music. Like, that's my thing. Um, And I think that for me like yeah i'm a guida i am i I can, I can be like i'm the best of both worlds like i'm very like like sassy and guida and italian but i but like my main roots man are what who i am and i just want to be me and i was always trained in wrestling i was trained by the best be you with the volume turned up times a thousand and awesome i, I thought i did that for a while but now i think like 
I think this is my time where I'm going to actually do that. And if I don't get noticed, I don't, you know, I know people are watching me. I know I have contacts. I know everything, but you know, my, I'm very optimistic. I'm very faithful. Like my time is not right now. Um, and when it is, I'll know. And when it is, I'll be really happy. But at the same time, my life is so good. Dude, I met Tom Cook the other day. I met Hannah Scott, or I'm sorry, Scott Hannah. I met freaking, like, you know what I mean? Like, I met all these cool people at a comic fest as a wrestler and took pictures with them. And, you know, Tommy Fierro, shout out to Tommy, always. Um, you know, we're doing some, like, really cool things, man, collaborating with some cool people. Like, Tom Cook is, like, I mean, if you don't know who Tom Cook is, like, you know what I mean? Like, he did, like, Scooby-Doo and, and, and the Jetsons and the Flintstones. And, you know, uh, Scott Hanna did, like, the original Spider-Man comics, man. Like, and I'm a Marvel fan. Like, I'm a DC fan. Like, Definitely. oh, man, I marked out so bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so many connections. And it's not even just in that, like, and just in wrestling. And you know, I can't explain. And... Honestly, Tommy Fierro is my huge, huge, huge advocate in meeting people and getting connections and everything. And, you know, I feel like if it doesn't happen, like I'm, I'm so I think it's because of my past and like what I've been through. I've been through a lot. Like I know everyone says they've been through a lot and I don't ever neglect that. But like I've been through a lot. Like when I was young, like too much for like a young kid, you know, not my family. My family's awesome. Nothing to do with my family. But I feel like I always told myself when I started wrestling, like, if I don't make it, I'll be upset, but, like, I'll be all right. You know, mm. I'm like, hey, if I don't try this, like, I'll regret it forever. And I did try it. And, you know, eight months in, I'm at NXT. Nine months in, I have a WWE tryout. So, like, being so early in the business, even though I haven't had anything break since, I did a few extra work things for WWE, but like the last like two years, nothing. Mm -hmm. I will say that the first year of my wrestling career, I was very optimistic and I had a lot of hopes and I still do, but I'm getting older, not younger. And I know that I want more out of life than just wrestling. And, you know, that's my goal. And I really hope that I get noticed and, and whatever one day, but I also know that life is like really short. And I think being an addict in recovery that you realize that as you get older, that life is so short and you want to chase your dreams and you want to have everything you ever dreamed of. But like, the end all be all is for me, at least I want to get married. I want to have children. I want to do all that like white picket fence stuff. And I think that, you know, my dad always told me that life is a privilege and I'll never forget that. Like I was very young when he told me life's a privilege. And I believe that because I feel like life is what you make of it. And whether you believe in God or not, there's something above us that gave us what, we're, what we have right now. And I feel like I have free will to do what I want with it. And if I screw it up, it's on me. And if I, you know, work hard and, and push, push forward to make it great, it's going to be great. 
but I'm also a huge believer in fate too. It's like really weird, man. Like life is just weird. Life is bizarre. Life is, you guys know, like, man, life throws you curveballs. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be anything. But one thing I know for sure is no matter what happens in life, if I don't get signed, which I really hope I do, <laughs> but if I don't get signed, it sucks, man. But that's okay well, because that wasn't you. my journey. And I feel like I want that more than anything. And I'm going to keep grinding until I get it. But like at mm-hmm. some age, you know, I mean, I'm like, damn, like, you know, I know I want children. I know I want to get married. I know I want a normal life too. You know, like we're wrestlers, we're entertainers, man. But we want most of us, not all, most of us want normalcy too, you know, and we want a normal life. And I think that's important to know is that like, we're not, we're not in an era anymore. We can, you know, pretend that we're not normal people because we are, and I'm not in that era anymore where like, I I have to like pull the curtain forward and be like, nope, I'm this person. It's like, no, I'm. I'm this person, but I'm also this person. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very open about life because people struggle, man. And I do too. And I'm sure you guys do. Like, we all do. And I feel like that's so important. To me, I feel like I love being an entertainer. I love entertaining my fans. But today's day and age, we have so many smart marks that it's so hard to entertain because, like, they just know. But they're they're in it. But, like, you know, there's so many smart marks. And that's okay. But it's like, there's nothing more that I would ever want than to put a smile on someone's face, let alone my own. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, the thing so with, it's just, it's a tough, it's a, life is just weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the thing with Rusev and, uh, and Lana, everybody knows they're married. So like the whole thing, they try yeah. to screw with it in WWE. It's like. That's not real, you know? Yeah. Because everybody yeah. knows Alana and Rusev are married. Like the thing with Ziggler and then the thing with Bobby Lashley that they tried to get involved. You know, everybody knows that Ziggler's yep. not going to go with Lana, you know? Yep. No, so, for sure. Because it's all ruined now. And so the Cape Babe's gone because she posted it on TMZ. It was all over TMZ and everything. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, it's, it's a tough business because everybody's posting everything now it's not even like a secret anymore and that's like not a terrible thing but i grew up me personally i grew up in the attitude error that was like my mo that was like my error uh i was i was born in 93 so my error was attitude error and then the ruthless aggression and then you know what what, what came after that it's just I feel like I loved wrestling back then because there was that mystique. There was that mystery of heel and face. And then I got to know the business more. And I'm saying way before I was even involved. I was, I'm so young, but I knew like what heel and face was. Like I knew more in depth into the business because I wanted to be in the business. And I'm talking like I was four years old and like, I always share this story because I love it. I was like four or five in preschool. And then to senior year of high school, what do you want to be when you grow up? They always ask me that question. 
a professional wrestler. And it was literally a professional wrestler from preschool to senior year of high school. And I've battled a lot of things I've done with, I've dealt with a lot of things and I, my, my goal never changed. That's why I'm very optimistic about, Hey, I'm going to give it another go. I told myself, I'm giving myself another solid year. This is the most real I've been on a podcast and I'm totally okay with it. I haven't done, I haven't done a podcast in a long time. Mm. I'm giving myself another solid year of my new gimmick change and just being me. And if nothing happens, I'm done. You know, I love wrestling. I love wrestling. Um, but I'm not gonna, I'm 28. I'm not 18. You know, uh, my body just doesn't respond well to things anymore. Gotcha. You know, I'm still in shape. I still go to the gym. I still do my thing. But, you know, I I do want a life. I want a normal life, too. I, I want to be, I, I really, really want to be signed. And I really hope and pray that I can succeed because I know that I'm coachable. I, I, I'm very coachable. I'm very, like, versatile. Like, and anything anyone wants me to be, I can do it. Like, you know, I know that. But. I would say I have another year in me of really pushing and like selling myself and really trying until I'm like, you know, I want a family. I want, I want a husband. I want to, I want kids. Like I want a normal life too. So I think, I think the curtain gets drawn back when, you know, you're a certain age and you realize like, what if this doesn't happen? I have a plan B. I have a really good job. Like I work for the County that I live in. Like I have a really good job. You know, it's a plan B, you know, plan A is wrestling, but plan B is my life, the rest of my life. So it's, it's like me and Joe with this podcast. It's like, sometimes we'll get one viewer. Sometimes we'll get five viewers sometimes. And then everyone's like, Oh, how many viewers you guys get? How many? It's like, does it really matter? Yeah. I get that from my mom and dad. When I go upstairs at the end of the podcast, they go, (laughs) how many podcasts in the chat, Joe? I'm just like, I end, I can't see it. Like I don't see anything. I don't see. I just see a white screen with us on the on the screen. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes it's one five. Today it was eight. (laughs) You know, there was eight people in there. You know. Oh. Yep. Mickey, you're gone. What? (laughs) Hold on, I lost you guys. Hold on. Lost your picture. (laughs) I know. Hold on. Reviews from the tub says Vicky Vicious Vicky is number one. It's Make not sure about you're, the, you're right. It's not it's about not, it's not about the views, Joe. It's not. It's like no, I think Papa Dang's right. It's not about the views. Papa Dang, no. we have to work, we have to work on a date to have you on the on uh make a, a, a early recording for uh podcast month because we know your schedule is crazy, cuckoo crazy, and cuckoo puff crazy, man. So we have to work on a date that we could get each other on the podcast. I have you advanced for podcast month, Mr. Mr. Dank. So, uh, get the get, get the get the mail me that championship belt to put it right. Here. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hear you perfectly fine. fine so. What the frick is going on? Push the camera button again. There it is. Got it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's there we go. Leave it's it up to vicious the, Vicky to be not, a catastrophe. That's right. It's not about the views. It's all about that is creating. true. I like that. Yes. You know, sometimes we have one. Sometimes because you never know, and like. A couple of years from now, you could have a hundred views on a video. You never know, like a million, whatever. 
Yeah. And not only that, we're having fun doing this podcast. Right. Yeah. We have you on today. On Thursday, we have a girl that does wrestling. And then Friday, we have another person. So, like, you could be the highest rated video for the week. We don't know. You know what I mean? You told a great story, though. As as I said, (laughs) this before live, I said, there's people that we our fans we have fans from all over the world you never know you could have you could gain a fan from england and you won't even know it and you'll get a message yep. saying, i'm from england i saw you on dudes at ringside you're cool yeah it's so true it is yeah. true That's yes 100 yeah. you have no idea you're right mm-hmm. yeah cool person you know and uh, i don't know if you saw what, what he said vicious vicky is number one views from what's the- up bro yeah i know <laughs> him what's up yeah you can make sure you make sure you follow us. Yeah, please follow. Please follow. Follow. Yeah. So, like, if if any if any of our fans want to buy purchase any of your merch, where can they find your merch? So I'm very big on T Public now. I don't do pro wrestling tees anymore, only because I haven't uploaded my most recent designs. But T Public, I have the Vicious Hustle Fitness. Um, if if anybody follows me on Instagram or Twitter, I have my link tree linked. Um, my tea pub, my tea public store has my most recent merchandise. Like I have a new, a new shirt that I actually just released like a week ago. It's really cool. It's like a little cartoon graphic. Um, yeah, man. So tea public, tea public. where you want to find vicious Vicky. <laughs> Make sure you follow vicious Vicky too, as well. So while yeah, you're yeah. At it. please, <laughs> please give her a follow. So we saw your followers went up to, what did you, what did thing you said you went up to like, it was seven thousand, then it went down. I'm like, what the frick? It's probably all bots and crap. Yeah, I get mad. <laughs> at that. I I get mad whenever I go look. You know, you can look into your story and see like who's was looking at it, and yeah. then I see these dirty pages trying to watch our story. I'm like, ew, ew, ew. They're all fake. <laughs> the dirty ones. I'm like, ew. That's like the thing with Spotify. Sometimes we have ten, and then we'll have six. I'm like, nobody's. It's confusing. Nobody's I know. I know. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm all for the followers, you know. Um, but yeah, vicious Vicky, I'm not hard to find at all. I'm not. <laughs> and you also you wrestle also for a uh, uh, CCW in uh the 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 Delaware the one in Delaware. Oh boy, um, hasn't been for a very long time. Um, I have no ill feelings towards CCW. I have a. Good relationship with DJ. Um, I just haven't wrestled for them for a while. Um, The thing with me is like sometimes it's very hard to travel. Um, Recently, I've been trying to get back out there. But yeah, um, I got to get to CZW soon. So you might see me on CZW soon. (laughs) There's there's a lot of good promotions that, that, that are on the East Coast that are like, white hot that I, where I live in PA, there's PPW. That's one of them that I know a girl that always watches their promotion. And I mentioned your name. And she's like, I'm like, wasn't she in PPW at one point? And I'm like, she's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I think she was here. I think she was here. But um, yeah, PPW is a good ones. Uh, New York wrestling connection. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a question for millions. Do you, do you like sublime or the misfits? She's going to be mad if I do. I do. No, I don't do anything, but, do I like Sublime and the Misfits? Misfits. Um, I I don't like. I'm not a big fan of the Misfits, but I do love Sublime. Top three. 
Top three all-time favorite bands for sure. So what I can get that. What song is this song from Sublime that'll make that makes you go like, yeah, man, I gotta chill out and just chill. Ugh. Out. Um, oh, I'm not gonna say what I got because that's very very stereotypical. I'm gonna go with. What's the one that's stolen from an African land? Chased out with a knife and a face like Bob Marley and a mouth like a motorbike. What is that one? Yeah, I, that I never heard that one. I, I oh, thought you well, were... the bars are always open and the time is always right. And if that good word goes unspoken, the music goes on that. And if, it if wrestling doesn't work out, well, you can always sing. And that... play. Oh, wait. It was Mike Tesson and I love above. If I was Mike Tesson, I would Same at the above. end. Same at the end. That's what's called. Laughter is free anywhere. Just call me. If you're down with Sublime, you get. Frick, what the name is that song? I don't know. I forget the name it's of the song. It's just that same in the end. Is that the name of the song? Same in the end? I think that's the song, Same in the End. I don't think that's the name of the song. I don't think so. The mod likes the song Blue Dog. But you know what I mean. Yeah, you know the song. So, yeah. That's probably my favorite. Blue Dog? Stolen from an African land. I was chased out from the start. Is it really the same in the end? It might be. No, I don't think so. But we're going to go with that. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite band ever of all time is Linkin Park. I mean, like, hello, you know, that's my favorite. <laughs> and what we know your, your favorite. What is like your top five Linkin Park songs? Like, <clears throat> oh, you're naughty. Um, okay, good question. So my number one song in life ever is "Crawling." Oof. Um, number two would be "Leave Out All the Rest." Um, number three is from the inside. Number four is, um, that's a tie, um, pushing me away. Mm -hmm. And number five would be, oh, it's tough. Um, I like talking to myself. It was on their one light album. Nobody liked that was before he died. Um, nobody liked that album, but I love that song. I, I, I like the words, and, and Heavy, too, is good, but you know, nobody liked that album because I thought it was not them, which it wasn't, but you know, it was still them. You know, if you're a fan, you, you like who, you, you just, you just, you just get accustomed to what they put out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but Crawling, I will be honest, from, from... people ask me all the time, no, like, what's your favorite song, or what's your favorite Linkin Park song? Both questions. I'm always like crawling is like my number one favorite song in life. Like I just love that song. There's like little nuances in it and, and the music, you know, and what he says and everything. I'm just like, man, I love this song. Like But my song from Lincoln Park that always gets me going is uh Points of Authority. I love Points of Authority. I love oh. all Lincoln Park. That's the problem. It's like I, it's so hard. Like I like the first album and the second album. Are probably me and my two friends would do like a, our little a fake wrestling thing, and that was my theme song. Points of Authority. 
Yeah, that was I my love thing. Did you just ask me what is my favorite um, hybrid theory or Meteora? Yeah. No, no. I, I said my my favorite two albums are Hybrid Theory and Meteora. Probably my two favorite. Yeah. No. Albums. So those those are those are like as a diehard. Like I'm I, I am a, I'm a diehard. Like I am. Um, I would say yes. Those are two of their best albums ever. Um, <laughs> very, very, very. Like I mean, from start to finish. And I'm talking like the instrumentals, everything. Yeah. Um, very, very good albums. I went to a uh, Lincoln Park concert, um, a tribute concert, because I never saw them live, oh. which is difficult for me, because uh, I really am a diehard. But they were never in Jersey, man. Like they were just barely here. Um, but my guy, Bob Culture, shout out Rob Williams. Um, he came with me to a, a Lincoln Park tribute concert. And this was at Woodbridge, Big Shots in Woodbridge. It was a Lincoln Park tribute concert. And this cover band played Lincoln Park. They played all of Hyper Theory and all of Meteora. Wow. And man, let me tell you something. Like they they I don't want to curse, but they You're they cursed. really, really showed up and showed out. They were amazing. Um, I was crying. I have pictures of me and videos of me, like the guy took of me. Like I was just a mess because I never experienced Lincoln Park live. And to hear their music live, even though it wasn't Chester and it wasn't Mike and, and Han and, and, you know, whatever, it wasn't what I wanted. It was really close. And for me as a diehard, I was like really happy, man. Like, and I was front row, like right by the stage. I sang Shadow of the Day on the mic. Like, you know, it was like the coolest thing in the world. And I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like if someone can duplicate even a little bit, Chester, like, all right. Yeah. That's very hard to do. Very hard to do. You can't replace Chester. He has such that voice, you know, that. that. It's so weird, but funny. I said this to a girl I worked with because now. You would I would never thought this when, when back in the day when me and Geek would be jamming out to Lincoln Park. I or I work in my grocery store, they play Lincoln Park on the random music. I never would think that in my life, my wildest dreams, I would hear Lincoln Park playing in the middle of a grocery store. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yep. No, no. I must be on something. My medication must be messing me and my brain up right now. <laughs> I'm hearing Chester, Chester's beautiful pipes in the middle of a grocery store as I'm, as I'm blocking a, a wall. So let me ask you a question, both of you. I'm going to quiz you. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard the co- the cover-ish song? <laughs> I'm going to say cover-ish, but of Chester with Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home. No. No. I would suggest... If you type in and whatever music platform you use, Chester Bennington, Home Sweet Home. Um, God, that's a beautiful song. It's him singing. It's it's Home Sweet Home. He sings pretty much all of the verses. Um, the second verse is their lead singer, but he, man, like it's so beautiful, and and I cry every time I listen to it because his voice is just so powerful and. I'm big on I like I said I love music as much as I love wrestling sometimes a little more and I feel like man his voice was very powerful and it was very inspiring and what he said and I've told friends this I'm like listen to what he's saying man you know and it sucks he's gone he's he's not here but 
what he was saying in his songs was so powerful. And mm-hmm. for someone like me who went through a lot of the same struggles, um, I always looked up to that and I always listened to him. And I, But I never, the difference is I was very strong where I felt like I don't want to die. I just want a better life. Yeah. You know, and I feel like music, I think we all know this, music gets you through like those really hard, difficult times, man, where you're just like, if I put this song for me, if I put this Lincoln Park song on, if I put this Blink One Eighty Two song on, if I put this Phil Collins song on, like I might be all right, you know. Like it's just, it's it's life's weird, you know. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Geek is the biggest Corn fan. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the biggest. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, What's your favorite Corn song? Blind. Yeah, I, I like the one. um. What's the that one, one I started um, off. I was a man before I was a god, or something like that. Yeah, I like shoots and ladders. Before I forget, before I forget, shoots and ladders is another great song, Joe. I should have mentioned that's that. Oh, shoots and ladders. That's a good one. Like one. The bag Do you like oh, um saliva? Either one of what? you? Saliva is good, right? Let's get banned. Yeah. Uh, stained. Oh yeah, I like. Stained. I just saw. Right? I, just saw I just saw them t- two together at Jones. At Jones, corn and either. No, it was corn and stained. I've heard like one or two, one or two songs about Seether, yeah. but the band that gets me all the time, and I'm always jamming out. Anytime they play, I play them. I used Rage to play- the Machine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Rage I love Rage. Rage. I love Rage Against the Machine, but the band <laughs> that gets me all the time, it's uh, Seven Dust. Really? Love Seven Dust. Okay. No, I'm not mad about it. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Seven Dust. The song Terminator. Oh, it gets me wrong. Oh, did I, I? All I saw was the kids aren't. Oh, That's sorry. all I saw. The Offspring. Yeah. I. Oh wait, I thought I said the Offspring. The yeah. kids need early kids Blink. Blink. It was nice Blink. to know other people were awkward. I had no idea. No, I don't. Right. Oh, sorry. So I loved Blink too. That was like a big hometown hit in my in my hometown. I lived. I grew up in Belleville, New Jersey. Um, that was at my era, like my age back then when I was in high school, out of high school, like our big thing was blank, man. Like we all love blank. Um, really big on blank too, but I gotta tell you, man, like if you guys gave me like a top five, you ready for this? You're going to be like, whoa, yeah. top five favorite bands. I would have to say Lincoln Park is number one and no, no matter what where i'm at in life i mean i got the freaking guy's name tattooed on me like number one i told you i saw a corn and lincoln park together <sighs> yep can i say i hit you on air with joe with joe that was a joke i was there with him <laughs> oh you guys suck <laughs> um lincoln park number one number two don't judge me but three days grace so it's a good band so three days grace um i loved adam gontier when he was part of them and he left, and then this new guy came in, and I was like, eh. and then I was like, I heard him, and I'm like, now that he's been there for so long, like that's, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on distinction, and I feel like if someone has a distinct voice, this is why I like Lita too. Goes back to wrestling. It's a very distinct voice. It's a very distinct sound, and I think that Three Days Grace when they had Adam, he was just, you knew like. When it played like that was three days grace and then they got the new singer 
And he was the same. And I'm like, shit. Like, I'm like, okay. And it was good. And I liked them. I still liked them. I still love them. I saw them live. Um, I went to see an number three's Breaking Benjamin. So Breaking I Benjamin went to great. see Breaking Benjamin live at PNC two years ago. And, and Chevelle, which I also like, not top five, but I like Chevelle. They opened up for um, Breaking Benjamin, as did Three Days Grace. And it was awesome, man. Like, I was having a time in my life. Um, so, Lincoln Park, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, Sublime. Totally different genre, but Sublime is four. And you'll never guess my fifth. You might be like, what? But Panic at the Disco. Um, no, that's that's different, you know. I grew up with Panic at the Disco, and I love love Brendan Yuri. Um, their sound always evolved, and that's how Lincoln Park was. And I felt like, God, I loved I loved Panic at the Disco because they were so like poppy and new age, and then they just transformed into whatever they thought they could be, and they nailed it every time. And I love that about artists. That's the thing about being a wrestler and, and, and a musician. I'm not a musician, so to speak, but like an artist, whether it's music, wrestling, acting, whatever it is. Like, I feel like being an artist, you're so, you're, you, the sky's the limit, you know, and you can be creative as much as you want. And I feel like when I love music so much, I look at these people who evolve. And that's why I loved all the bands that I like because they always evolved into something different. And yeah. I think that, that's huge in our industry. And when I say our industry, I mean, podcasting, you know, wrestling, acting, singing, dancing, like you can evolve, you can always evolve to something different. And I feel like that's important because, you know, I could do something tomorrow and someone else is going to do it. It happened to me. So now I have to go to the next thing because I want to be different. And I think that goes back to that saying of dare to be different. You know, I, I, I can I, listen. I should be a motivational speaker because I could talk for hours. You've been you awesome picked the guy. right person to have on your podcast because I could just yeah. talk. You've been an awesome guest, by the way. Podcast that they get so bumbled, bumbled microphone scared that we're only on for 30. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's I don't know. Some, some people get don't like to talk, man. It's like, humble scare. Yeah. Like, oh, go on. And the microphone. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> you picked the right girl because I can freaking talk forever. <laughs> Literally. Please, when you when you go back to your friends, go to like, your training facility, please tell your friends. Go, next show you go to, please say, hey, dudes at Ringside Podcast, check your check the request box. They're always down no, for I, I will definitely post about it. I will definitely share you guys. You guys are awesome. Um Really grateful that people actually still want to talk to me. We want to talk to everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> make me feel even better. Well, what the hell? No, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> I don't know if it'll mess up the screen. If you want to do a, a still shot, you could uh, screenshot the, the your picture on your phone right now. How do I do it? What do you? What, what kind of phone do you have? iPhone, regular phone. iPhone. Okay, when you do, when you the whatever screen. Oh, it's so like a regular screenshot, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pose. Hold on, we'll take. We'll pose. All right, ready? Hey. Wait, I gotta move my fat fingers out of the way. Okay. Got it. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've been an awesome guest, by the way. Thank you so much, Vicky. And hold on. And definitely tell your friends about us, Vicky. Of and course. tell them. And this is Joe Panther wait, the third. And wait, wait. I, I want to ask Vicky one question before you go. Uh, do you have any upcoming matches or uh I do so 
real quick. Saturday, I'm double shotting, which is very common these days. I have a show at 1 p.m. at Super Crazy Pro Wrestling, and then I have another show at Warriors of Wrestling. I'm defending my title. And then, um, God, yeah, I'm double shotting this weekend. It's crazy. And then the next weekend, I have um, Tommy Fierro's ISPW Wrestling on Friday. And then Saturday, I have, what do I have Saturday? Oh, my God, I don't even know. Oh, um, MCW, MCW Wrestling mm-hmm. in Maryland. So that's a big deal. It's a big one. So the next two weeks are going to be really packed, and I'm really excited. So yeah. So just follow my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook, whatever you want. I'll share everything. So. And if you have right. any posters that you want to send us on Instagram, we will happily post the posters. I and- have a couple match graphics, man. I can send them to you for sure. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is Metal Geek. And Joe Panther the third and right. <laughs> and Vicious Vicky, and we will see you in the next one.